Blog Talk Radio. You are now listening to the Urban Wire, brought to you by the Urban Coalition of Freelance Writers, where we shine a light on issues in the urban community. Hit us up at www.youtube.com forward slash UFW, or check us out on MySpace at www.myspace.com forward slash UFW, or send us a tweet on Twitter at HTTP colon slash twitter.com slash UFW. Come on and join the conversation. Get involved. Get us Dearest, sweet Aaliyah, I have trouble accepting the fact that you're gone, so I won't. It'll be like we went for a while without seeing each other. But I can understand why God would have wanted you close to him, because you truly were an angel on earth. In my own special way, I love you.
Um, you are listening to the Urban Wire. This is an extension of um, the Urban Coalition of Freelance Writers, where we shine a light on issues impacting the urban community. And truly, I must say truly, Aaliyah was that light that shined. Um, she was a perfect role model for young ladies. She took care of her business. She knew how to sing. She she was good at her craft. And, you know, I think she was, like I said, was just a really good role model to young women. So what we're going to do, we'll open up the chat room, and we're going to go to a couple songs, and, you know, we're going to get our groove on, and we're going to, you know, slow it down a little bit. And uh, this is one of my favorite grooves right here, believe it or not. It's on uh, Dr. Doolittle's soundtrack. Y'all, some of y'all remember this back in 98, 99. We're going to go down memory lane real quick, and then we're going to take you back even further. So I know some of y'all want to hear some of that stuff off her, her uh, freshman project, uh, age ain't nothing but the numbers. We're gonna play we're gonna play a little something. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna go down memory lane tonight. So keep it locked. We'll be back shortly. Uh, happy people shaking, shaking my hand, uh, baby, girl. 
Welcome back to the Urban Wire. Um, you know, that was all Aaliyah. And we're just doing a little tribute tonight. Um, that's one of my favorite slow jams right there. One of my favorite songs from Aaliyah. Let me know. So, uh, what we're going to do is we're just going to go back, like I said, down memory lane. We're just going to look back on her life. Um, we got an article pulled up from Wikipedia. You know, just, and I just want to kind of give everybody. Um, people who may have not known her or that may have not grown up, you know, it's a lot of young people that may not know a lot about Aaliyah, but they know her songs, but um, Aaliyah grew up around the time, you know, growing up, you know, that's, you know, I'm part, she's probably like about, i say, I'm like five years older than me, so, you know, I kind of grew up in that era where, you know, Aaliyah was hot. You know what I'm saying? And everybody knew her, you know, her songs, especially, you know, everybody around my, you know, my age knew about her and stuff like that. And um, I'm going to read this article, and um, then I'm going to discuss it, and hopefully um, I'm around 11, um, Miss DeAndre will be in the room. Aaliyah Dana Hawkins. Born January 16, 1979, and died August 25, 2001. She performed under the Bonnaman Aaliyah, which was which who which was an American R&B recording artist, actress, and model. She was born in Brooklyn, New York, but was raised in Detroit, Michigan. At the age of 10, she appeared on the television show Star Search and performed in concert alongside Gladys Knight. At age 12, Aaliyah signed with Jive Records and her uncle, Barry Hankerson, Black Round Records. Hankerson introduced her to R. Kelly, who became her mentor, as well as lead songwriter and producer of her debut album, Age Ain't Nothing But a Number. The album sold 3 million copies in the United States and was certified double platinum by the Recording Industry Association of America. After facing allegations of an illegal marriage with R. Kelly, Aaliyah ended her contract with Jive and signed with Atlantic Records. Aaliyah worked with record producers Timberland and Missy Elliott on her second album, One in a Million. This particular album sold 3.7 copies, 3.7 million copies in the United States, and over 8 million copies worldwide. In the year 2000, Aaliyah appeared in her first major film, Romeo Must Die. She contributed to the film's soundtrack, which spawned the new single, Try Again. The song topped the Billboard Hot 100, solely on airplay making Aaliyah the first artist in Billboard history to achieve this feat. Try Again earned Aaliyah a Grammy, a Grammy Award nomination for the Best Female R&B Vocalist. After completing Romeo Must Die, Aaliyah filmed her part in The Queen of the Damned. She released her third and final album, Aaliyah, in July 2001. 
Tragically, on August 25, 2001, Aaliyah, along with eight others, were killed in an airplane crash in the Bahamas. After filming the music video for her single, Rock the Boat, the pilot, Luis Morales III, was an unlicensed pilot at the time of the accident and had traces of cocaine and alcohol in his system. Aaliyah's family later filed a wrongful death lawsuit against Black Hawk International Airways, which was settled out of court. Since then, Aaliyah's music has contributed to, continued, I'm sorry, to achieve commercial success with several post-humous um, releases. Aaliyah recorded several number one R&B hits and five top ten Billboard Hot 100 singles. She has been credited for helping redefine R&B and hip-hop, earning her the nickname the princess of R&B, and the queen of urban hip-hop. She is listed by the Billboard as the 10th most successful female R&B artist of the, of the past 25 years and the 27th most successful R&B artist overall. So it says a lot about her life. Um, like I said, her albums span from... Um, Age ain't nothing but a number. One in a million. And um, her final project, her music project that was um, released in 2001. To me, Aaliyah meant a lot. Like I mentioned um, initially in the, you know, in the beginning of the show, she was that role model, you know, for young women, like, particularly. You know, she was just like, she's kind of like, what Beyonce is to a lot of girls today. You know what I'm saying? And the thing about this is, like, a lot of people didn't know this. Um, Aaliyah and Beyonce were really close. They were good friends. Um, you know, at the time, Destiny Child was just coming on the scene doing their thing. And actually, you know, her and Aaliyah were, were tight. And it was just really good to see two divas, you know, getting along with one another, and just doing their thing. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, Aaliyah, she just she was multi-talented. She had the voice. She had the dances. She had the moves. You know, she she was an innovator. You know what I'm saying? So I just want everybody to remember her for who she was. Um, we're going to go to the line really quick. Um, I believe this is Miss DeAndra. Uh, DeAndra, is this you? Yes, it is. All right, welcome to welcome back. You know how we do it. I told them that you'll be here right on time, eleven o'clock. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you know, you already know what the day is, and, and tragically, um, we lost a true um, artist, a true uh-huh. diva. We lost her um, ten years ago this day, and um, we were just—I just gave them my overview of her life. Um, and what what particular memory stick out in your mind? Like what what was Aaliyah to you? Like was she was she that person that just kind of like she 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 brought the game up the par? Do you think? I mean, what what do you think she meant? What did she mean to you first of all? And what do you think she meant to the game? You know what? 
talk about the accident that we go back to the day, that uh, tragic day. I did not know. Uh, I knew that, you know, that they were, I, I heard that her uh, parents were, her family filed a wrongful death lawsuit, but I didn't know that they said that the, um, the pilot had traces of alcohol and cocaine in the system. Oh, my God. And, yeah, they, let me go find that in the uh, article. Let me reread that part again. Because it's, okay, it said on August 25th, 2001, Aaliyah and eight others were killed in an airplane crash in the Bahamas after filming the music video Rock the Boat. The pilot, Louise Morales, Louise Morales III, was unlicensed at the time mm-hmm. of the accident. So he was he was unlicensed. Oh, hell no. Louise was unlicensed. Louise, that doesn't sound like the ex- You know what? I ain't going to I was trying to get people to get that hint, but I just, you know, I okay, anyway, we're going to move on from that. Somebody I, tried to I ain't trying to be, yeah, but somebody's trying to say you racist, and I'm... Let's we'll just keep them moving. Right. Louise Morales III was unlicensed at the time of the accident and had traces of cocaine and alcohol. I wonder what kind of alcohol was it. Was it? Um, okay, you sound silly. We ain't gonna go through it. You ain't gonna. We ain't gonna go through it. Alcohol in his system. Aaliyah's family later filed a wrongful death lawsuit against Black Hawk International Airways, which was settled outside of court. So I guess um, they must have got this information. They said, shoot, we're going to file a suit, like, because she's not here with us anymore. Because this pilot, first of all, he didn't have license. He wasn't licensed to even be a pilot. Mm-hmm. And then he had cocaine in his system. What, what the hell is wrong with you? So I don't know. That's that was that was crazy. But like I said, <laughs> no, I was all I was about to say is like she she they said that she was listed as the tenth most successful female R and B artist in the back up past twenty five years and the twenty seventh most successful R and B artist overall. So she was really. She just wasn't just any other any type of artist. You know what I'm saying? She was really one of the top artists of all time. Right? Especially when you have twenty seven. Mhm. Well, you ain't even hit the thirty marks. You still up in the twenties, so you doing a damn thing. And I'm trying to see what's something else that I read in here too. They said that um she contributed to the soundtrack, Romeo Must Die, with that song, Try Again. And they said mm-hmm. that the song topped the Billboard's Hot 100 solely on airplay, making Aaliyah the first Billboard artist in history to achieve this. And um, they said that that second album she put out, One in a Million, they said it sold 3.7 million copies in the United States. And eight million worldwide. So she was famous like all over the world. Like seriously. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to go down to this part of the article where it says um, her legacy. Aaliyah has been credited for helping redefine hip-hop and R&B in the 90s, leaving the leaving an imprint on the music industry as a whole. Steve Huey of All of All Music wrote, Aaliyah ranks among the quote-unquote elite artists of the R&B genre as she played the major role in popularizing the stuttering futuristic production style that's, that sometimes consumed hip-hop and urban soul in the late 90s. That's why I was telling you about that 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 kind of like those that, those new beats that she brought onto the scene, like she mm-hmm. kind of defined that for the late nineties. You know how people was using that, like even going into like the new millennium. They they she just redefined that whole you know sound. Mm-hmm. So um, and then they said one in a million, which that was the you know the album that came out in ninety seven became one of the most influential. Influential R&B albums of the decade And um, She provided A missing link between hip hop And electronica Which uh, They were saying she Sold 8.1 million albums And um, They said overall she probably sold 24 to 32 million albums More worldwide um, and they say that she is named the princess of R&B and the queen of urban hip-hop. Um, and they were saying how 2001 she was honored by that. You know, they did all that, that video with Janet Jackson, Missy Ellie, and Kimberly and all of them. So it just, mm-hmm. it just goes on to say that she was um, the top 40. She was ranked top 40 women of the video era, 100 one of the 100 sexy artists, sexiest artists, and um, she was ranked number 18 on BET's top 25 dancers of all time. Um, let's see. Yeah, and they said um, in her memory, the Entertainment Industry Foundation created the Aaliyah Memorial Fund to donate money Raised to charities that she supported In um, 2009 um, December 2009 Billboard magazine ranked her Number 70 on this top On on her As the top 70 Artists of that decade So she Uh got a lot of um, Accolades from a lot of people You know So yeah, I don't know. So what we're going to probably do, we're going to go to a quick um, song. But really, I want to play this clip really quick. Um, and then I was wondering, did you have anything a little later to talk about, you know, reality shows and what's been going on with that? I mean, I could touch bases on a little bit of something. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right, well, we're just going to um, play this clip really quick, and we're going to come back, and uh, we're going to talk about it, and then we're going to um, maybe go to a song, and then we're going to get on um, with our reality, you know, TV, what's been going on in the world of reality TV, because there's been a lot of stuff going on, a lot of talk going on, so we really need to get on that. 
But we'll be back right after this.
must be a very dangerous man. Are you scared? <laughs> nah, I don't take this personal, but I've been around a lot more dangerous guys than you. No, I can't see. It's up the chain. It's nothing now. Will it change? a good person and so smart and so well developed you know so secure in her own skin you know then I know that if she did so well in life she would do so well in the afterlife trying to help everyone that she's trying to comfort everyone that that's in pain so she still has a lot of work to do I know that she's not here in body but I believe that she's here in spirit she was an angel It was a hot mess. You, 
to see it for yourself. <laughs> Seriously, it's, it was just, it was too much, you know. And like you know, Shawnee was saying, it's. I mean, you know, a lot of people, you know, a lot of people do bash them because they don't see them doing anything positive. Only thing they see is negative out of the girls, you know. Maybe they should come back, you know, with a, with a fourth season of, you know, them doing something positive. You know what I mean? So nobody won't be looking at you as as negative all the time. Right. Right. So, I mean, hopefully, mm-hmm. you know, something positive will come out in the next, you know, season. Maybe we'll be looking at some new faces or something. Who knows? Well, so I've heard from several people that the host wasn't really asking the questions like he, you know what I'm saying? They wasn't, nobody wasn't really trying to call Tammy out because she, you know, she was talking about how, you know, the girls was, you know, being fake, but she was, she, she caused a lot of drama that shouldn't have been drama. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, 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 they, it just seemed, seemed like they was just giving her a free pass and, and the host wasn't really asking the t- tough questions. Do you think that that was the case? Yeah, you know, I don't like to go after nobody else's vibe, but it could have been, you know what I mean? Because, I mean, he was only asking certain questions, you know. And to me, as being an interviewer, you should definitely, you know, get in there and ask the question that the, the people want you to ask. You know, don't be scared. You know, that's what you said for is to ask the questions so everybody can, you know, know. Right. So I think, yeah, he wow. might have beat around the bush on some of the questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, like you said, we'll just have to wait and see what next season brings with that. Um, well, you know, they were talking, well, Tammy, well, before we stop talking about it, I know Tammy said if Mika's on that fourth fourth season, she won't be on there. So that would definitely be it. Wow. Well, if anybody doesn't the- know, huh? Mm-hmm. No, I was saying, was this actually said on the um, on the? Yeah, um, yeah she said if she's wow. gonna be on the next season, she won't be. And if you don't know, or for anybody else, um, or let us know. We definitely have a lawsuit out against Tammy. So, <clears throat> if no one knows, does everybody know? <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. mm-hmm. She rather take uh-huh. it to court than didn't fight back, so, you know. And some people are like that. I'd rather be in your pockets than give you a black eye, so. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking if she would have gave you a black eye, you know, what I'm, we're going to be taking it to the hood, boo-boo. We ain't going to be sitting in no courtroom fighting over no paycheck. Uh-uh. Girl. I mean, but that's, I don't know, girl. That's like trying to get blood out of a turnip anyways. Mm-hmm. Like, because ain't Tammy broke? Like, she ain't got no money. I, I don't necessarily, I wouldn't say that because I think people don't know what I'm talking about when they say Tammy's broke because I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say she's balling. I wouldn't say that, but she's definitely not broke. She's, she's okay. Let me just say that. <laughs> you know, she's not broke, definitely not. I don't know, I just, like I said, I didn't really watch some of it, but I just watched pieces and bits of it, and, like, just from what I seen to Tammy, like, she just 
real damn ghetto. Like, and see, I don't, some people like that, like, I just, I don't like people that try to use their signs or they, they loud mouth, you know, people back down from them because of that. And they just, you know, let them feel like they're right because she can talk loud or over talk somebody or be intimidated. That to me, I just, you know, I just, I don't know about that. Like, I, you know, another country life, I don't give her a pass, you know, for, you know, because sometimes it just seems like she's, you know, coming off as a bully. But then again, it also, you have to give her her, you know, her props on, you know, keeping it real too at the same time because, you know, if you're talking about somebody, at least what she's saying is be real about it. Regardless, at the end of the day, be real about it. If you're going to say something about somebody, say it to them, not to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so, well, I did. I this guy named Quadair, he's on um, YouTube. He, he he made some good points. He's talking about, like, she accused them for being funny, but she did some of the same shit that they did. Like, you know, it's just it's just seemed like they all a bunch of hypocrites, like, on, on some level or the other. Like, they all hypocrites. Like, seriously. How are you going to get mad and say you don't want somebody putting their fingers in their hands in your face, but... Go out and put your hands in somebody else's face, like bitch. You need to make up your motherfucking mind, like seriously. Or you, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just a lot of. That's why I said I call TV, so we can talk about it. I didn't call these no basketball. These were basketball hoes. I said, you know, they think girl boo, find you something to do. Yeah, I just, and I guess I mean that's that's the problem. What's wrong with a lot of these shows? With black people in them because they just—I don't know—it. It, it just seems like it's a menstrual show. Like seriously, like people get it. it people get all twisted. It's it's all about money. These people, this is money. And you would think, you know, with these people have this much, this all this money, you would think it is definitely some classy people. In all this, you know what I mean? Right. You think if these people have all this money, where is the classy ones at? Oh, Jesus. Don't get me wrong, because I love all of them. Don't get me wrong, you know. Mm-hmm. Whatever, because I'm, I'm watching the fifth season, the fifth, the fourth season, you know, so on, so on, you know. Mm-hmm. To me, if you like to make a fool of yourself on national TV, I'm all with it, honey. Do your thing. Mm. I don't know, but but I tell you what, uh-huh. I don't know how this other one basketball wife gonna go. This LA, cause this looks like it's mm. gonna be a hot ghetto mess. You talking about this mm-hmm. basketball wife was ghetto? They were more classy, or how about that? We'll just say that. <laughs> this one that's gonna come on, this is gonna be a hot mess. Yes. So, so what do you know about it so far? Because I haven't seen, I haven't seen the previews though. Well, I think it has one of the girls from the previous Basketball Wives. I think her name is, what's her name? Mm. is Ashley. I think it's is it Ashley. Maybe it's Ashley. I think it's Ashley. To be honest, <laughs> no, it's not. I think it's Gloria. It's Gloria. As a matter of fact, yeah, she's gonna be on the L.A. Basketball Wives. But I think she was that same one that said she. Didn't want to even be on, the, you know. It's, it's hot. See what I mean when I say hot mess? 
She was one of the ones that she didn't even want to be on the show, but now she's all of a sudden on this new Basketball Wise. But, you know, whatever. Watch the knockoff version. That's definitely the knockoff version, seriously. When you see when you see these hookers, when you see them, you're going to say, oh, God. You know, you might call these you might call these first Basketball Wives all ghetto with some hoes. You just wait till you see them. Mm. 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 Wow. Wait, they started the season off with already scrapping and stuff. I'm thinking, well, damn. And at that time, mm. around next Monday, so I'm going to tune in and see how ghetto it is. This is something ghetto. Uh, they doing, I mean, they doing it like that out in L.A.? I don't know. I thought L.A. Evidently. Well, you know, every part got some trash in there. Mm, well, you are about that. So, have you been you know, watching? We, um, go ahead. And you know, we all think about people. You know, we'd be like, you know, well, these people got so much money. How in the hell do they carry themselves like that? You know what I mean? How do they even stoop to that level? Mhm. You know, and people think money changes people. Sometimes it don't, honey. Some it do. Some, some mm. it don't. Mm. Some it just bring the worst out in them. Yeah. Because they don't know what to do with it. Because they, first of all, this is so much money in their face. They ain't never seen all this money before. So they don't know how to take it all in. So guess what they do? Act a fool. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what they do. Act a fool. It's like some of these damn hip hop artists get all this damn money. They they still getting in trouble. I'm not asking. You ain't never seen all them Benjamins before. You get down too much for you to count. Too many numbers. See, that's why God can't bless everybody with money, because they, they wouldn't know what to do with it. That's the perfect example. Well, you know, as in the Bible, you know, and I ain't judging nobody, but you know what it says about money. Mm-hmm. Say that. So. I still need to get that clip on the show about that preacher that says, show me the money. I, I, y'all got to hear that. I, I just I forgot all about that. I'm going to put write that down for next show. But mm-hmm. I, that's, I ain't never heard of that. But you know what? what? A lot of these TV shows, though, like you see over the first basketball, this second one, I'm thinking it's all about money. Seriously, like they see mm-hmm. how they see how well this basketball wife was doing, so now they want to make a second one. It's it's all about money. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this one is. I'm telling you what I know. This one is gonna be a hot mess. <laughs> this one is gonna be a hot mess. Well, we don't need you to clock the tears. They do. They are hot messes, girl. Mm. But, uh, so have you been watching, I know you said you ain't going to be trying to tune in into it, but the Bad Girls Clubs, I heard it's just kind of, mm, it's weird. You know what and, I You know, the clips I've seen online, these girls, they, they, all they doing, I don't know, it just don't seem like they bout it. You know what I'm saying? They, they just, mm-hmm. it, like, they all a bunch you, of, ma- it's like, a bunch of mouths, like you know what I'm saying. Like, I mean, this is what I'm getting tired of. This is why I don't watch the Bad Girls Club no more, because I know what's getting ready to happen. Somebody you ready gonna get into a fight? Somebody you gonna get they fuck on? Somebody gonna sleep around with somebody in the house? Or somebody gonna fuck somebody's boyfriend? And somebody gonna go out to the club and get mad at each other? And they all gonna be fighting. So I already know what's gonna happen. So this is like stupid. I don't want to watch it anymore. It's just with a whole bunch of different girls in a different time. So you saying uh-huh. it's predict? 
So you're saying it's mm-hmm. predictable, pretty much. The same thing happened in every season. <laughs> Even if it is a bunch of different girls in a different city in a different house, they're all pretty much the damn same. Everything is the same. You always gonna have some bisexual girl in there, or some girl that's just straight up gay, whichever the scenario might be. I mean, it's it's all the same. Seriously, mm. this shit is just repeating itself over and over again. That's why I watch it because it's it's stupid. Seriously. Oop. Somebody just got clocked. I mean, even though they give um oxygen a big rating, but that's just stupid. Mhm. Cause. I mean, you have to watch it to see what I'm talking about. Like all the seasons, if you go back to go back to the first season and you just keep watching over and over again, you'll be like, "Damn, this shit really seems like it's the same over and over again, over change. and over again like, with a bunch of different girls." Right. Because yeah. you pretty already, you can just you can you know what's gonna go on. You got to call it shit. You already know what's about to happen. These mm-hmm. bitches about to act like hoes, get into a fight. Go get drunk off their ass. Come back, tear the house up. I mean, come on now. <laughs> Don't nobody want to see no bunch of circus freaks up in our damn house, tearing the goddamn house up. Mm. Uh, I said all the and all them women up in. I don't know, like all the women that be up in that house and that house be looking like that. Like y'all some nasty hoes. Like seriously. You know what, after the first couple of seasons, I was done with it, you know, because as I seen it, it was, like, repeating itself. I'm like, I'm cool. Mm. I was like, I'm off that. I need to watch something else. So, in other words, it's pretty late and lame after a while. Pretty much. Because after, I mean, don't get me wrong, when it first was popping, you know, for the couple, three seasons or maybe even four, I don't know what season they on now, but. It was popping, but now it's just like I'm over it. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of them, they done moved on. They doing their own little things, and some of them, some of them trying to still ride out that coattail of Bad Girls Club. I said, um, and I'm not gonna say no names, Natalie none, but yeah. I mean, come on, y'all. See, that's what that's what kills me. Like people get. Same off of degrading themselves, uh, acting like fools. Like, but the people that really need to be famous, be well known, they have some type of talent. Besides sucking dick, doing porn, and doing and doing God knows what, making the ass out they self, acting like acting like straight up gutter assholes. They can get fame, but the people that got mm-hmm. talent don't get. They don't get no airtime. They don't get no. You know what I'm saying? They don't get no shine. They know exactly what people want to see. It's reality TV. <sighs> and a lot of people love reality TV. Yeah, I guess I guess that we in a new generation, and I heard like somewhere the other day they were just talking about how this generation, this is like one of the first generations where people, how, how did they put it? They said, this is like the first generation where people actually get fame for 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 doing nothing. Like, or everybody's <laughs> trying to seek fame for and not putting no work in or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and some so, of them, don't, some of them that goes on there don't be having no job. 
you know. They paid them a little bit of money, and I don't, ain't no telling how much they get paid. Maybe they get paid $10,000 a piece. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you think about it, you get paid $10,000 a piece just to do a season. Bitch, that $10,000 ain't going to last you that long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that. Ten thousand dollars today. You, shit, you can't even buy a car with it. You can't. Shit. Come on. You pay me enough so I can get a damn car. <laughs> I'm gonna be on the be on the show for a whole damn season to grade myself. Yeah. I want something to show for the motherfucker. That ain't even a six month salary. And I guess they kind of you know want the girls to kind of see. Like, I guess it's supposed to be a lesson learned or something like that. You know, like they're supposed, they're supposed to change them or something. I'm thinking, how uh, the fuck are they supposed to change them? But they're supposed to look back at TV and see themselves back at a fool and they're supposed to change them. Is that what it is? Yeah. Because I'm thinking that show don't change they, them. What the hell? But see, this is, and this is what I'm saying. Like, you know, and this is how I feel, and this is my opinion because this is my show. I can say it. Um, I just, to me, this is why these women, like, these young girls, they don't have, who do they look up to? Like, they can't look up to these hoes. Like, they don't have no, they don't really have no idols today. Like, you turn on the TV and see these bitches acting like this, and they supposed to call themselves motherfucking women. Like, seriously? Like, girl, if, if you, I said, if these women are all these young girls today got to look up to me, and we, we are in trouble. This generation's in trouble. If they got that to look up to, they ain't you they, might they have I mean, seriously, what, what they have to look forward to? Like, if if this is what their role model, these role models are on TV, like, and it's just like, like I mean, I, don't get me wrong, like, you know, adults, you know what I'm saying, it's, it's good, you know, adults can look at whatever they want to, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, a lot of these young girls don't have, they see these women on here, they get all this fame, some of them got this money, and they think that that's the way that a woman should act. Like, I just, I don't know. You know. I mean, I know us as adults, we look at it as strictly entertainment, but what about some of the young girls that are impressionable? And, you know, they think that shit, that's what, that's what it is. And it is popular because, as you can see, some of them want to go on this show. they like, I want to be the next contestant on the bad right. club. What? Really? Mm. And, and the, you all wanna... these queens on like YouTube be doing all these these reviews on Bad Girls Club. Like it is really the show that I'm. I don't know. Like they be really getting into it, boy. I'm like. That's okay. just lame, seriously. Like I said, after, after them little seasons I've seen, I was over it. Because it's just started yeah. getting boring because it's the same old, same old. Like I said, just a different city, different house, and different girls. That's it. Yeah. And, you know, and I know and I know these opinions are not going to be popular amongst the queens, and I just don't give a fuck because, you know, I ain't never been the type of person trying to be popular. I'm just going to, you know, keep, you know, going to talk about what's, we talk about what's real, mm-hmm. not what's popular. You see what I'm saying? That's you know what, that's what? what I can care less. Everybody. You know, people right. gonna have an opinion. We all have an opinion. You know, 
what they say about opinions. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Well, we're going to go to a quick song, and then when we come back, we're going to get into our main topic tonight. Um, we're going to talk about first impressions. And we're going to talk about when you meet somebody and you, you hear a lot about them, but when you meet them, it's like, yo, yo, personality is pretty much confirming what everybody's been saying about you. So we're going to talk about first impressions, and we're just going to wrap it up tonight. You know what I'm saying? Um, so we're going to go to another quick Aaliyah song. It's all about Aaliyah tonight. So we're going to go to um, a song of hers, and then when we come back, we are. We, I'm gonna take y'all back. I'm gonna take y'all back to the beginning, and then when we get back, we are gonna talk about first impressions, and we are gonna wrap it up. Keep it locked. It's the Urban Wire. May
um, disclaimer, not disclaimer, but I just want to give you that bit of information before we get into our topic. But my thing is, you got to get, you can't, when you meet people, you have to always have a positive attitude because first impressions are lasting impressions. You know, am I right? That is correct. And we dealing with a situation, and I'm not going to uh, mention no name, you know, but why would you bring, because, you know, this past weekend, we, you know, we were celebrating Miss Deandra's birthday, you know, hey, you know, getting it in. Y'all, y'all got, got the video up on YouTube. We had a really good time. But something happened on Sunday night, and one friend of in our circle, she tried to bring this tramp. She tried to invite her out to the festivities. I mean, okay, whatever. Hey, the girl can go where she wants to. It's a free country. But why would you make an active effort to invite somebody to, we having a good time, you know, everything's positive, everything's upbeat. Why would you bring somebody to the festivities or invite them to the festivities and you know that this person has A, screwed you over, slept with your man, talked about you behind your back, but you still, you're going to invite that person to my stuff. And it's just like you knew by inviting this person out that it was just going to change the whole demeanor of things, the whole attitude, the whole, like, vibe of things. Like, why, why would you do that? Like, seriously. And, and the person, you know, You've heard nothing but negative things about this person. And when they come, they first of all, they can't speak to people. You know, and pretty much, you're pretty much like kind of confirming what everybody thought about you in the first place. So that's why I'm saying you have to always watch how you conduct yourself because first impressions are lasting impressions. So... I don't know. I just want to talk about that because a lot of people don't think about that. You have to always be mindful of how you present yourself out in public. You know, um, and one thing I've noticed about hoes and about sketchy-ass bitches is, like, they can't hide that shit most of the time. It's, it's going to be written all over them. It's going to be visible through their actions their body expression. You can even see it in their eyes. And you know when you're dealing with a nasty bitch. You just you just know when you're dealing with one of them. And I'm going to tell you this now, you better watch your man around women like that. Because she's like that damn snake that slithers through that grass. And she'll just, that, that snake that will just sit there. And just wait for you to make a move, and they'll just jump up out that grass and just bite your ass. So you really got to be careful who the people. First of all, you got to be careful with the people that you hang with, and then you got to be careful who you. You know what I'm saying? Who you, if you know that that person been vicious towards you, and they a so-called friend of yours, why would you bring them around your other friends? You know, I just I don't get stuff like that. 
So do you have any comment on that subject in general or? <laughs> you know, my biggest problem is how do you, like listen, how do you invite someone that this is, this is supposed to be your friend, y'all supposed to be cool like that, tight like that, or whatever, however you want to put it. And this person has been talking behind your back. So when you think, when you invite that person, what do you think the people there is going to think of that person? Right. You know, y'all all about, you know, getting to know, getting to know a person and not trying to assume anything about anyone. But when you first, mm-hmm. When you first meet them and you, you know you speak to them and they don't say anything to you, then right there it already it goes to show you what type of person that is. Mhm. Mhm. You know, so of course the mood is gonna change because now we have this negative person in the area. So okay, right. now it's really time for us to get this negative person out of the area. Mhm. And so that's what happened. Right, and that's just like you know, like I said, a lot of females. This is just something else I want to throw in here too. Female, females need to quit being so trusting. You know what I'm saying? Like, and stop bringing like any and every woman around your man. Let's just keep it real. Let's just say this: women, even I, even I, but me personally, I don't have a lot of pussy around me. Because I don't always want pussy around me. I need some dick flowing <laughs> up and through that somewhere. Sorry. Not dick flowing. Too much pussy going on up in your house. Mm-hmm. You you should not have that many girlfriends. I'm sorry. Because we all know how girls can be. You should not mm-hmm. have that much pussy flowing up in your house. Seriously. I'm just saying. You supposed to be queen of your castle, honey. You supposed to be. That's your territory, boo. First and foremost. That's your castle. And you don't. You don't seduce your man to every woman either. But what do you do that then? Do you so do you think that um this this is something else I've seen women do. Do you think that women should be left like you should leave your friends around your man like when you in your in, in your house while you gone? I ain't even leaving my mama around my man when I'm in the house. Mom, if I go on, you going too. Come out. Ooh. I ain't saying you're going to do nothing, but mama, what's the reason you staying here? Mm. Or, or he needs to go, one of y'all. Just mm. I said, mama, if you ain't, she ain't find no biscuits, she ain't got no, no ain't frying no chicken. <laughs> and that's why I like my girlfriend Even at the house with my man anyway And I'm not there mm. yeah, I'm So that's, that's the suspicious that right there Why you mm-hmm. Why you up in my house And I'm not there mm-hmm. Over here Doing what right. time I get off of work or wherever I'm at You know I'm not there Over there mm. But see, that's why I think it's a double standard between men and women because a man will go crazy 
like men can do certain things, but if women did the same thing, there'll be an issue. Like you, you don't want your woman all up in your boy's face and stuff like that. But it's okay right. for you to jump around and be up. In, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it's just a double standard. I just I don't like that stuff. Mhm. I'm just saying, like I said, too much. You see, up in your house, you need to get some beef flow running around there. Sorry. Mhm. Too many, too many periods. As I should, in the house. Too many periods. In, too many periods in that sentence, honey. It's supposed too to be one period in each sentence, boo. And that's supposed to be one queen per household. So, um, right. yeah, we need to we need to do some proofreading and we need to um, eliminate something. And like you said, women need to stop, you know, having all these girlfriends because we all know how women can be. Mm, mm, you mm. need to stop having so many girlfriends. But you know what? I tell cannot you be what. trusted. Yeah, queen, queens are the same way, too. You can't have too many queens too as your friend because you that's that same stuff will happen. I hate to say that that sounds bad, but hey. We wonder where your man at late night. He on your girl's house. She's smiling in your face and sleeping with your man. You know. I don't know. Like I she shouldn't have your man's number either, like that. <laughs> Hold on, I got to sit for a minute. What? You should, what? No, you, no, we, that's not even, I don't care, Mm-mm. no, you shouldn't have her number, she damn sure shouldn't have yours. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a big one right there. What, 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 what y'all doing talking? <laughs> Mm. And then next thing you know, your ass sitting up on Jerry Springs. The first thing I'm a, I'm ready to kick both of your ass. First of all, you supposed to be my homie. I'm gonna kick your ass because you didn't disrespect me. And then on top of that, I'm gonna kick his ass not because I'm fighting over a man at all. I'm gonna kick your ass because first of all, you did a that was my homie and you still didn't even care. Right. And so, mm. I'm telling you, I just, I just think maybe you know some women do that stuff because they're young and naive. But I just, mm-mm. Uh-uh. you just, I'm sorry, you can't have. Me, all these men out here, you want to go after my, my, you know what I'm saying? You want to go after what I got, like. But that's how some women are. They'll, they'll mess with the married men, knowing they have a whole family at at home, and everything. And the man can even be honest with them and tell them, okay, well, you know, I got this at home. Well, shit, I don't care. You know, they still decide to mess with them. I'm thinking that's just trifling. And it be like, and it, what's even more trifling is the women that, that you, and they and they know the woman, too. Yeah, sometimes that even happens as well. And even if you don't know her like that, you've yeah, seen her around, you know her now. You ain't got no excuse at that point. I'm just you over the whole thing. of your face. Mhm. Mm-hmm. That's what you know. Most women put themselves in that in that position. So you know, if if that happens to you, that's you to put yourself there. Well, you could avoid right. all that. 
from the get-go. And, and this is what, and I, mean, I mean, this is what I want to bring up um, a couple shows back, but I, I forgot about it. This is kind of reminds me of that whole Fantasia situation. You know she's mm-hmm. pregnant, right? And this, okay, let me, and I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get her together real quick because you know I love Fantasia. I said this before, but you know what? I'm, I'm not gonna take up for nobody's wrong. I don't care if I like that. I'm a fan of your music or not. This ain't got nothing to do with her musically. This, but I do got a problem with. What I got a problem is you getting on national TV. First of all, trying to you making everybody feel bad for you. You, you talking about you want to commit suicide, going through this, that, and the other, going through all these changes. Then you talking about how, you know, this, that, and the other. This this man was married, okay? This man was married, and you slept with this woman's man. Now you, 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 you went through all these changes, and after all that, after all the sympathy you've gotten from the public, you go back with the man and you get pregnant. Now, far as I got problems, and then they said she got from the audience, like somewhere she was performing, talking about, can't none of y'all judge me. Can't none of y'all judge me. Only God can judge me. And God told me this. I said, girl, first of all, have a seat. Ain't nobody trying to hear you prophesying and prophesying. Because, honey, God ain't told you nothing. And I'm thinking, I'm not trying to say what she's coming from. I am not. I don't know what she's thinking from, but I guess this is what I'm thinking is when she's saying, she ain't all there. It's because the reason she said you can't judge me is of what she went through with a married man. Because at the end of the day, she did know he was married, which if you watch her shows and play them back, he did say that she didn't know he was married. But my thing is, okay, okay, I understand what you're saying, but my thing is, okay, you know now, okay, you know now, okay, girl, you know what what cards you playing with, you you know what 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 your, what's in your hand, all right, you you know what you work with now, okay, you didn't know in the past, now you do know why you still fucking, yeah, why why, why why you and then you go through all this stuff, you got everybody in the, in the public, you know everybody. You know, sympathize with you, and then you go back and and, and fuck with them again. Like I just, I don't, I don't, that's why I don't like feeling sorry for people like that. Because you, you knew what are we he was sh- about. Are we sure? Are we for sure that she's pregnant or what's going around? She is pregnant. She is pregnant. She came out and said that she is pregnant. She is pregnant. Yes, by the end. Because I know she was shooting. She was probably because I know they were talking about this a while back. I know they were saying she was pregnant. But she was also shooting for a movie that she was going to do because she was gaining weight. Mm-hmm. So yes. that's what I'm trying to figure out. If I'm look, I'm gonna look it up right now because she uh, she came out and said she is pregnant by this man, and that's what that's what because I was watching on um, this these other. But then, this if other, she's uh, pregnant, that means by the time that they were having, you know, going when they when he was cheating on his wife with him, that that happened the time she consumed that baby. Let me see. So I'm gonna look this up right now while we on here. Fantasia pregnant. Yep. Pulling up right now. Okay. Now this is on CNN. So if you know it's on CNN, it got to be true. This is an incredible news site. Okay, CNN Entertainment. Fantasia Barino, and this is August first. 
Fantasia. So this is almost a month. Okay. Fantasia Barino confirms pregnancy rumors. Singer Fantasia Barino revealed during a concert Sunday that she has been rumored, you know, what has been rumored for months. She is pregnant. Quote, this is why I was telling you, God has given me this child, and I don't have to hide it from none of y'all. Barino told friends, no, Barino told fans in an outdoor show in Jacksonville, Florida. The 2004 American Idol winner did not say when the baby is due or who is the father. Her manager did not immediately respond to CNN's request for information. Quote, you are the first person that I share this news with, and I share this with you because I can relate to you, Marino told fans. And for a while, I walked, and I share this with you because, hold up, around figuring what what will they say and what would they think about me. But now I tell you, I don't live live my life for folks. Okay, girl, this is my thing. Okay, let me go on. There's some more on this. Marino's weight gain fueled online rumors seven months ago that the R&B singer was expecting a child. But her manager said that she was gaining 45 pounds in preparation to play legendary gospel singer Mahalia Jackson. Um, quote, Fantasia's pregnant with prosperity. Manager Brian Dickens told CNN February 8, 2011. The past year has been difficult for the 27-year-old Barino who acknowledged a relationship with a married man. She initially denied knowing Anton... Twine Cook was married. She was treated in Charlotte, North Carolina Hospital for a sleep aid overdose several days after Cook's wife filed a child custody petition and included um, allegations of the affair. Marino testified in, in a child custody case that she knew from the first day of her relationship with Cook that he was married and still living with his wife, according to the court records. Barino, who has a nine-year-old daughter, delivered a lecture to to her younger fans during the Sunday show, telling them, take my word and run with it. Little girls, take your time with little boys, Barino said. Little boys respect the little girls. Barino's raw talent as a songstress combined with her hard luck story as a teenage mother, won her many fans, starting with her winning the third season of American Idol. Her six-year-old, six-year-long entertainment career has been pockmarked with adversity, including being sued by her own father in a in a well-publicized financial trouble. So um, I don't know. So she is pregnant. You already know who it is. Come on now. We already know who it is. Yeah, because you know. she would have to conceive that baby at the same time she checked into that hospital. My only problem is, and this this is just how I feel about it. It's my opinion. Um, okay, you sitting up here talking about you don't care what nobody thinks. But you, but you care what everybody thought when 
you was going through all this stuff with him, and you was ready to commit suicide, but now all of a sudden, don't, don't nobody for 10 matter. But, girl, really, you brought this upon yourself, you know. So, of course, people going, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody sympathizes with her, but now you want to come out with an attitude because you pregnant by this man. Like, girl, I ain't got, I ain't thinking about her. She ain't all there. Her elevator ain't going all the way to the damn top. Sorry. You know what? I'll be the first one there. I'm going to put this out here, people. You know, it's called Keep It Real. What he done to her, he shall do it to you. What goes around, comes around. So, so his wife, honey, what makes you think he won't do it to you? Mm-hmm. Cause the and like I said, this ain't no clearly yours ain't either. No as an artist, because I still like her music, but I'm not gonna just like I said just months ago when we first started talking about this. I don't care who it is. I'm not gonna just buy nobody's wrong. If you wrong, you wrong. I don't care what nobody say because that that ain't right. Cause right, and I can't hear somebody. I mean, lied. First of all, she lied and said that she didn't know that he was married, but in the court documents, you said something else. So you a liar right there. So I I don't know. That that's what I'm saying. Like that's why I'm telling y'all. I it's so confusing. I just I, that that story. I don't even want to talk about no more because it just gets it gets retarded. More and, and more. And, and that's what I'm talking about. Like these women, these women put. I don't know. Like I said. Women need to uh, stop putting themselves in situations like that. That's that's all I can say. We about need to stop putting ourselves in complicated situations like that, so you wouldn't have to worry about those things. But I mean, of course they're gonna do it. You know, she can make a mistake. Right? It's fantasia. She. Why could you be like Jennifer Hudson and find a man of your own and, and be successful like she is? She wants a team mobile clerk. Hey, you know. <laughs> so I mean, like, and I don't even think he was the manager, honey. So, but girl, that's just like you said before, like you said earlier. Just because you get money and fame and success, don't mean that your mindset change, right? If I'm me, I'm gonna be I mean, me regardless. You, if the if the numbers, if the digits in my bank account do change, okay? Sorry, because yeah. that's sure. all I know how to be is me. So. Right. But, I mean, you would think this girl, be, and I said, people don't realize they stuff are, this is Fantasia we talking about. Like, this girl could have her own man. She, And this is what I'm saying. She didn't have to go that route. She ain't one of these people that got to settle. She got, she's famous. She can sing. The girl's talented. Why did you have to go there? Like, seriously. Was the, was the dick that good? We went never know. I mean, you going to have some dirty dick? Is that what you like? I'm just saying. You know, and, it, and you know, I'm not trying to act like I'm a psychiatrist or anything or a counselor, whatever. But, you know, something is always there for a person to be like that, you know. You got to go back through the whole history of that person for them to be mm-hmm. the way they are. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So something's there, and it could be a big, it could have a big 
a big part of that could be with her father. You know what I mean? Right. That can be why she's not picking, you know, the right man because of her father. Mm-hmm. But this, that kind of gets into the conversation we was having the other day. Like when when we were talking about how like a lot of a lot of uh, people, you know, of course you may be affected by what your parents did, but at some point, you 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 know what I'm saying because you don't have a father or this that and the other, you got to kind of get over that. Yeah, but it still, it still takes time on you though that that person is not there, mother mm-hmm. or father. Right. And then, just, you know, she's been, but Fantasia's been dealing with a lot of issues, and I'm not trying to give her any, you know, credit or anything, but if you watch, watch her movie, Fantasia even been raped, you know what I mean? So, you know, that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's a lot to deal with when you come out to a, right. you know, on national TV, after millions of people, and tell them that you actually been raped. I mean, that's a big one. Mm-hmm. And so, and you probably right, she's, she probably ain't got it all there, shit. I mean, I probably wouldn't yeah, either. Like, she wouldn't really shit. have it all there going through that, like, seriously. Right? And I'm not trying to say that in a negative way, but she really don't have it all there. Like, I mean, especially if that happened to you, and you know how, and you know, and you know me, I'm just going to say what I got to say. You know how the black community is. We try to sweep that shit under the rug, instead of going to councils and getting that shit protected. See, that's, the, oof. Don't get me started, because I'm, I'm about to get real pissed. That's what pissed me off about the black community. We go through this, your kids go through this shit, but you tell me, oh, you know, don't worry about it. Jesus is going to fix it. And, and that's no, probably what Because even, she thought that too, because look who she got with. She got with the pastor's son that was kicking her ass. Hmm. This is the pastor's son. Of your church you go to, and he whooping your ass. Mm-hmm. This is your baby's father. Uh, so that's, I mean. I'm telling you, women, yeah, women got to wake up. That's about to deal with I guess you think just because it's a pastor's son that they're, they're different from any other man. Uh, no, they're not. Hmm. Yeah, they'll be the worst ones. I mean, because I was watching on VH1 when they were doing Behind the Music about her, and I'm thinking, only time he would have been talking to y'all is if his ass would have been on the other side of that glass, and you'd have been getting your interview from his ass on the other side of that glass, but they know where in hell. He got me talking to y'all like that. Are you serious? That's what I, no, no, I mean, but that's, that's, just, that's the problem with with the black community. Like you know, we 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 try to sweep things under the rug. We don't go. We don't try to go get no professional help. We look down on people that get. You know what I'm saying? We look mm-hmm. down on psychologists. We we look down on getting your issues resolved. And it's crazy. This is what I want from you know a lot of women because. 
you know, y'all, I know it's hard being a single parent raising a child, you know, because my mom did it, but she did it to her best mm-hmm. of her ability. I want them to get to a point where they don't have to always bring a different man and introduce them to their they child. How about you get somebody that's going to treat you right and treat your child right? So she ain't got 45 different Negroes in her face. And yeah. if one day one of those Negroes decide they want to take advantage of your child, you know, that's why I want, you know, people to stay together. But you like, like you said, like, shoot, some of these women, they so dick the they get caught up on, um, you know, just because he gave me an orgasm. Mm-hmm. Really? I can do that myself. Yeah. I said, you keep a nigga around, he can't put food in your refrigerator. And women deal with this stuff day out, day in, day out, year in, year out. Uh, we, can, we can talk about this until we go on the face, but nothing ain't going to change unless they put the shit in motion. If they don't put the mm. shit in motion, it's not going to change. It's gonna be the same old, same old. Hmm. Whenever you wanted to change, that's one of the changes. So then it's not gonna change. <laughs> Just seeing. Women, the women really got the power. I said, shoot, you control if the men get you pregnant. Right? You got and, and the pussy. You, you pushing it out, honey. Mm-hmm. That's your money maker. That's and see, it, it, you almost can't even blame the guys because, like, hell, hell. I guess it's, you know, if I was, hey, if I was them, I I play the game too. I said, you know, hell, you 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 complain about how this man don't do nothing for your kids, but you but he laying up in your house, you taking care of him, but you keep letting him get you pregnant. But, you, you know, I can blame them because, in the same talking, if, if you talk to most of the men that have kids and have little girls, and you ask them, would you let a man treat your daughter like that? And you already know it's a nope. different response. Right. So, yes, and, and you know exactly what you're doing. And you know it's wrong. But you just so trifling, you don't care if you continue to do it. It's not even about them letting you do it. Yeah, I understand that, but still, you just trifling. You may got no respect for her, and you damn sure ain't got no respect for yourself. <laughs> and you know, this this what kills me is I hear this from guys talking about some. Let me let me get the time right. What is it? What what is what is that? It's a right. It, this guy uses time, and I thought it was like so crazy. He said, my dick got a sign on it that says, bad bitches only. Mm. I said, really? Your dick got a sign on it that says, bad bitches only, but you looking like a monkey. Really? Mm. I told him, I said, well, my, my, my coochie got a sign on it that says, fine niggas only. Or, as a matter <laughs> of fact, my coochie got a sign on it that says, niggas that uh, got some money in their bank account only. How about that? 
Oh, Lord Jesus. Mm-hmm. I was like, people are just too much. People be killing me. Niggas be killing me with that stuff. Like, seriously. Bad bitches. Okay, first of all, you got, first of all, you got bad bitch credentials. First of all, you got bad bitch money. You got bad bitch money. First of all, you got that. You got you got a bad bitch ride. You got a bad no, bitch. No, guess what? Huh? That bad bitch, he won't know his dick. She gonna have to provide all that. Hmm. Like your like your dick is like damn platinum plated or gold plated. The hell. Right. Are you for real? <laughs> you know, people tell me what they always want you to bring. Something to the table, but they ain't got to bring nothing to the table. I'm thinking. Mm-mm-mm. This ain't going to work, boo-boo. This is not going to work. Need to keep me 50%. Because I'm not going to put all up into something. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm trying to put a sign on mine. Sure mm. is. I, I guess, I guess my question is, what do these mm. men say, or how do these women get sucked up into that to begin with. It's, I mean, what what do they have to say? It's How do the they penis. get sucked up? In- hmm? I just because I'm thinking, I'm like, how do you get so so hypnotized? I'm that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, how do you get hypnotized to where you just can't leave a, a motherfucker alone? Seriously, like, really? I think it really gets that hypnotized. I mean, does a D really be, do he put it down like that? I mean, do he make that thing whistle or something? Well, he did some things that I, ain't nobody never did for you before. I, I think it goes beyond that. I think, you know, a lot of these women that like to date, nobody, no man ain't never showed them attention. And the men, and like you said before in the show, a man can spot a, not only can he spot a hoe four miles away, but he can spot a woman that has low self-esteem from a mm-hmm. mile and don't get no attention from nobody. Well, attention and she made to spend all her money on him. Mm. Next time you see his dusty ass, he ain't never had nothing. Next time you see him, he rolling up in the car, he got some J's on him. You thinking, nigga, where you get all that from? Because I don't remember you. I don't remember all that. Ye- that wasn't all you. Who done picked you up and dust you off? Good question. A fool. That's what I said. A fool. <laughs> exactly huh. what I said. A fool. Mm. She's the only person that's going to deal with you. She's the only person that you're going to go out and cheat on and that you can come right back home and lay right next to her. Well, I heard your man going through your phone, calling up to Wanda, Keisha, Monique, Monica, and all them. <laughs> talking about what is you to him and this and that. There's clearly it wasn't nothing but some facts. Where he at? Laying next to you with your dumb ass. Mm-hmm. That's what killed me. Yeah, you might think you, like you, you get cool points. Calling bitches up. 
playing on their phone. And girl, but you, but but the, the 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 person you need to be talking to is the one that you committed to, mm-hmm. or committed to you. And then you want to get all mad about something. Well, commit on that girl because he's right back home with me. I'm thinking to myself, well, sweetie, you ain't right. that good to see y'all sleep with everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he might be coming back home to you because he know. Guess what? None of them ain't getting ready to take his ass in. They just want what they want. They send him right on back home to you because you the fool. Because you taking care of him, so that's why he doing you like that. You taking care of him, he over there paying somebody else's bills, and he's sleeping at home with you. Mm. Mm. That's a hot mess. And that goes on all the time. Regardless of if anybody want to admit to it or not, it goes on all the time. Mm. How you think I got all this? Now let me stop. <laughs> Girl, this let me is stop be one it's gonna have to be one of them topics that we're gonna have to continue because baby these women are stupid today. They are, but you know what? Like I said, you gotta go down the line, it's the whole history thing. You know, I we all like to say that too, yeah, but at the same time we can say that, but you know, and it has a lot to deal with, you know. You should be able to grow up and be your own person. You shouldn't be having to say, well, you know, I got that from my mama. But if you know that's how your mama was, why don't you try to change? Right, because you you acknowledging the problem. So, therefore, you know that there's a problem. It's not like you're not aware of it. So you might have to know that this is going on. So what are you getting ready to do about it? Are you getting ready to go down that same road? Or are you getting ready to change that pattern? We need a 12-step holes anonymous plan. Because you know how them, them dope heads and them crackheads and alcoholics got that 12-step program? We, mm-hmm. we we need to have a 12-step program for these hoes because, first of all, you need the first step is admitting that you got a problem. So if you know that you a hoe or you got low self-esteem, Okay, the first step is admitting that you are a whore. So if you and know that you have a problem too, with being a whore, then you need to first of all admit it and then work towards the 12 steps. Mm-hmm. It's called for the man, too. I'm just saying. I mean, you know, all jokes aside, I mean, it is just like, an, like, 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 like some drug addicts and stuff. Girl, first of all, it's you got to admit that you got a problem. Mhm. I mean, if you, you you know that you got a problem, and you and you acknowledge that that this happened to you, and and you know this this and this made you like or you know that you have a problem, and you need to um, go ahead and start working towards the steps that you need to do to you know fix that problem instead of living it in that and using that as a crutch or an excuse. For every bad relationship that you have, that's too much work for them because that'd be the most work they have ever done, honey. So you asking for a little too much? You ain't lying. You ain't never lying about that. Hmm. 
This has been a pretty good show. Um, I think we're going to probably call tonight. <laughs> and, uh, well, we're going to continue this topic because this is, this is deep. <laughs> I don't know. But we're going to probably leave out, you know, leave the show. We're going to play a little Aaliyah tonight. And uh, we'll catch up with you this Saturday. This Saturday, we're going to have a good topic, um, the N-word. And we're going to talk about who has the right to use it, who doesn't, or should any of us be using it. So it's going to be a very controversial show, girl. Yes, it will be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, buddy. I mean, you know I'm gonna try to get James on me. You know how we gotta get him on there Saturday. So, <laughs> he gonna break it down. He gonna stock, you know. He gonna give you some of that psychology and that that theology. So right. <laughs> and that theology. Yes, yes. Yeah, so, mm. girl, I'm gonna get up off here. I'm tired and I'm gonna lay it down. All right. Well, it definitely was a hot night. You know, big up to my girl Leah, Travis as well, you know, because her death was in my birthday month. In mm-hmm. So sad. A couple days right after my birthday, but, you know, still laughing. You know, she in a better place, still looking exactly. down. Exactly. Was sad when this day was 2001 when I was watching the news and I was crying my eyes out because, you know, Someone like you lost a family member, you know, that you didn't know. Mm-hmm. So. And you know that she has so much promise. That's the thing. Uh-huh. But as long as we keep praising her, we'll get praised. So, hey. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we're going to leave that on this song, and then we're going to call it a night. All right. Well, we'll see everybody on Saturday, and then on Monday, it's going to be a pre-recorded show. We're going to be doing the best uh, the Urban Wire. We're gonna have clips. And oh Lord Jesus, y'all gonna be cracking. Oh up. my God, am I even ready for this? I don't even know, girl. Let me tell you, shit. we got a year's worth of stuff. So that's gonna be up. We got, that's how we're gonna wrap up the um, anniversary month. Um, yeah, I was gonna let the audience know before we go. We're gonna have some changes coming to the show. I'm hoping in the next couple of months. Um, I'm hoping to get some correspondents or different people from different parts of the country on the show to uh, report on what's going on. Because there's been a lot of stuff going on around the country, but I can't really report on it because I'm not there. So what we're going to plan on doing in the future, we're going to start having, and I'm going to work on the Midwest first, and then we're going to go to the East Coast. Um, and then... I'm gonna, and then we're going to go to the West Coast and, and get some people out there. So we're going to have – this is going to be a true news network when we get done with it. So we got some things coming up. So just keep it locked, you know. So I say, you know, we, we made it through our first year, but we got, you know, some more good things to come. So that's about it for tonight. 
Uh, check us out on YouTube.com slash UCOFW. We do got uh, the video of Beyond This Birthday Weekend. Uh, and then we got... I'm going to get that anyway. That was a drunk moment. <laughs> I still got to get this camera. Like, this camera that I got, this new camera I got a long hat. Oh, Lord, I ain't going to even go there. But then, but we also got the um, snippets from... Indiana Black Pride, um, aka the Ghetto Family Reunion. Oops, did I just say that? Um, but yeah, the Ghetto Family Reunion. That must have been my cousin mm-hmm. and me and my family. Mm-hmm. Don't talk about was my family. That park, what's that park it was at? It's the Watson Park. <laughs> was my uncle James up there fighting? Girl, they out there cooking ribs on on small grills, trying to charge people twenty dollars a plate. <laughs> With my Uncle James playing, because, you know, he get a little vodka in him. He go crazy. Or he and his stupid chubber. He likes to fight. We got clips on there from Alana Steele. Um, I can't think of the girl's name on the top of my head, but she was like a contestant on RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, it's not uh, Mariah, is it? Yeah, Mariah. Yeah, Mariah. Yeah. Is she, she, we got... Um, She's on there. I got uh, clips of her. We also have the interview with the Pride Black Pride president. Was, I think I was part of that, right? Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, we got we got interviews from her. <laughs> and and uh, yeah, um, it, yeah, it's. it's it's an interesting video. So just go and watch it. <laughs> and you'll see what's going on in Indianapolis. Lots of fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Not going to go there tonight. But, yeah, um, once again, just check us out, and we will talk to you soon. And I'll call you in a few minutes. All right. All right. Thank everyone. Love you,
dream.